0: this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today, not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month the techniques, the strategies you need. So, welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for joining me from uh, lands far away, as Carol put it. <laughs> okay, uh, so as a quick sound check, and can you guys hear me fine? Can you hear me okay? Good. Okay. Those of you who are here who have never been on one of my calls, you will know you're not going to be surprised or you might be surprised to hear that I like all cameras on. If you're in the shower, please keep your camera off. But otherwise, your camera should be on. Uh, It is much better for me to host a call when I can actually see the people I'm talking to. So thank you so much for all of you for doing that. Okay. So today you are here because you want to learn one simple tip that you can do to set your day up for success, to make business happen, Today, right? Is that what everyone's here for? Okay, good, good, because <laughs> that's the topic. So if you're not here for that, then too bad. You're here anyway. <laughs> okay, so last week I did q and A, Q&A and I talked to, um, I talked about like all the stuff, like to just, just I mean, everyone had like, how do you, how do you implement? How do you set your like? Someone, I think it was Karuna was here. She had asked for like a goal setting workshop. Like all, I got a lot of questions about how do I actually like implement. All the things that I implement. So, what I thought is that today, because I am in part of IARTA and I don't really have a, I'm like on super vacation. Well, you can see I literally just left the gym. Okay. So, I was sitting here trying to fix my hair. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Whatever. This is it. I'm like, I left the gym and here we are. So, I'm going to show you um, one thing that I do uh, every week that is, go- that helps me set my week up for success. Because the reality is when we have a brain dump of things to do, like we've got crap tons of things to do, it's really hard to get lost in the squirrel, right? Does anyone ever feel like a squirrel with a bunch of peanuts all around you? You don't know which one you wanna grab first because they all look like they're gonna taste really good. Yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, that's so like it's really easy to get lost in this squirrel if you don't actually have a plan right? You got to have a plan. And, but how do you, how do you decide what to plan? How do you decide like, what's the most important? Does anybody, does anybody have any like insight on that? how do you plan? What's the most important?
2: Or do you want me to just tell you what I do? I have a really simple one for this. I, yes. I love mine. Mine is really easy. I need money in my account. If I don't have enough money to be in Hawaii hundred percent of the time, then I need more money in the account. And therefore I need more clients to be an escrow. I like buyers over listings for that. I have 11 listings right now that are going absolutely nowhere fast. And so I need some buyers. And so I need to put buyers in other people's kitchens. And so if I don't have anyone scheduled to be in someone else's kitchen today, I need to fix that right now. And I just kind of work backwards and keep figuring out, You know, until I feel like I have enough in the pipeline, then I can go take a break. But ultimately today, I don't have enough in the pipeline and I don't have anyone scheduled to be in someone else's kitchen today. So today, my main focus is to just get someone else into someone else's kitchen. Easy easy task, lots of clients to go through, just need one butt in one kitchen.
1: Hunter, why are, you, where are you? you and I just need to like join on this? Like, Hunter and I have the same mind almost all the time. You guys, like, if you ever talk to the two of us, like, you can probably ask Hunter something and ask me something, and we will probably say something super, super, super similar because we are very, very, very similar in how we operate our business. And yes, that is exactly what I do. So I'm actually going to show. I'm going to go in and I'm going to do something very tactical. I'm going to show you how I actually schedule my week out on my calendar. Okay. Because everyone kind of is curious, what does your calendar look like? I'm going to go into January. I haven't, I mean, I have a few things sitting there, so you'll see a few things that are there, but I'm going to show you like what I actually do every single week to set my day up, to make sure that there are, there are a few priorities. And I'll go over and tell you what my priorities are. Okay. So let me do a quick share screen here and hopefully there's no issues. Hold on. I'm on my laptop too. So I don't use it very often. So bear with me. Which one is the right one? Is this the right one? I think this is the one I want here. Okay. All right. Y'all can see my calendar, right?
2: I need an excerpt of the last 30 seconds just in the recording because that'll be a great meme. Amazing meme right there that you just made. You don't even What did
1: I I just do? (laughs) Did
2: you you literally just
1: like scream?
2: But you were just cute and adorable and whimsical, and it's just it, there's there's a TikTok meme happening in the background. I'm not sure what it is yet, but it'll. There come we forward. go. There we go.
1: Okay, so can you all see my my calendar right now? Yeah. Okay. Cause I can't see anybody. This is very weird. I'm like, I'm just talking. And I'm hoping that yes, we can see your calendar. Thank you. Thank you. Cause I'm like, I don't know where you guys went. This is my laptop. I don't even know, but whatever, here we are. This is why I work on my desktop. Okay. So a couple of things that you're going to see here is you're going to see like the reason I love the Google calendar more than anything is because you can actually see how I prioritize my time. Okay. So if you pump, if you look over this week, you can hover over and you can see that I have 65 and a half hours of my, my week scheduled for personal time. Okay. That is personal time. That personal time is non-negotiable. You see what I have for my personal time. I have my time scheduled out to read when I'm going to do my morning mindset, when I'm going to sleep, when I'm going to the gym, when I'm getting ready for work, when I'm taking lunch, when I'm taking, when I'm eating dinner, how many of you do that on your calendar?
2: I'm like amazed that you have food blocked in because that's the one thing that escapes me consistently. Like I just will either eat because I have client meetings and I've eaten well that day or I've gotten to the end of my day and it's like four o'clock and I'm eating breakfast. (laughs)
1: You guys, I'm going to, I'm going to just go off on a little tangent for a second about your health and wellness. Okay. Most of you, if you, if you follow me on, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm super into fitness and I'm super into health and wellness. That is a non-negotiable for me because here's the deal. You guys, I can tell my body can tell when I have not exercised and when I've eaten like shit, (laughs) my body can tell. Now what that means is different for every person. I'm not telling you what's, what's good for me is what's good for you, but you have to be able to listen to your body. And the only way you can be able to listen to your body to function fully is getting the proper amount of sleep, setting aside a time, setting setting aside time to actually get into your own mind and do some mindset work. That's why those are non-negotiables for me because here's the deal, for me to set my day up for success, I have to set myself up for success. And I am not successful if I don't exercise in the morning. I don't have my protein shake, which is what every one of you see me drinking every morning we're on this call. I'm drinking my protein shake that is like the same recipe every single time. I never change it. Even when I travel, I make sure that I have all the stuff here with me so I can have the exact same protein shake that I always drink because this is how it makes me, I feel good. So that is the very first thing I actually wrote down. The non-negotiable things that you need to put into your schedule are your personal time. And my personal time, like you just saw, is 65 and a half hours a week. I am 100% okay with that. Because if I don't have that time, all the other stuff doesn't even freaking matter. Not even matter. Not even worth it. So I schedule time. I schedule when I'm going to be off work. I schedule my lunch. All of that. So the very first thing I do... Non-negotiable, as I set that up. And those are recurring reminders. So you can see on my calendar, it's a recurring reminder. And um, it is... It's it's every... I mean, it's every day. Like every single day of every single week, I have all of this time scheduled. I have my sleep time. Now you guys want to know what time I sleep? There you go. 1030 to 430. That's my sleep time. Okay. So 65 and a half hours a week, I have scheduled for personal time. The one thing I'm going to schedule, I'm going to talk through a little bit more today is actually like money-making activity, because that's going to be the second most important thing. Um, and the reason I don't have a lot on here right now, because I want to show you how I actually go about setting in what time I'm going to work. Okay. And the reason, why I, the reason why I do this kind of like on the, the, way, the way I do it this way is because the bottom line is, if you are a part-time agent and you only have 2 hours a day to work, what should you be doing those, during those 2 hours? If you only live it, right, money-making activity. That is the only thing you should be doing. If you are a part-time agent, you should not be focused on making content. Content is a secondary. If you're a part-time agent, you should not be focused on writing a video script. You should not be focused on cleaning your office. Those are things that are secondary. If you only have two hours a day to work, you have two hours a day to make money. Now, that being said, if you're spending, 30 minutes of those two hours trying to figure out how you're gonna make money that day, you've wasted 30, you've wasted your two hours. Okay. So that's where we have to go back to putting it in the calendar. Dominique's laughing because it's true. Literally, I just had this conversation with someone the other day. If you have two hours a day to make money, and you're spending a half an hour trying to figure out who am I gonna call today? What am I gonna do today? I mean, you've literally, you're wasting it. You're wasting your time. You can be super, super highly productive in this business with six hours a day. If that's all you have, two hours a day, whatever it is. If all you have is two hours to a lot to your day, you just better make the most productive two hours of your day that you've ever had. So let's go back to my calendar.
2: I'm just left wondering how if someone is successful on two hours a day. And then I want to know if you only have 65 hours of personal time, does that mean you're pulling casual 120-hour work weeks the rest of the time?
1: No. No, because look, I'll show you. Let's go back. Let me go. Yes, Hunter, let me answer that question real quick. The other thing you guys are going to notice on my calendar is I have non-negotiable time here, right? So I have, I have my, my husband. I've got time blocked out specifically for him. Okay. Also on Tuesdays. So Sundays between 10 and 2 and on Tuesdays. Those are him. So that's, again, it's not allocated as personal time. That is allocated as out of office. Do not touch me. Do not disturb me. Gotcha. Right? I have friends and family blocked out. That is do not do not disturb me. This is not time for clients. This is not time to be on my computer. This is not time to do anything else. And while, like, I'm going to be real honest, when I first got into the um, having to schedule my day out or schedule my time out, it was really hard trying to admit to myself that I had to schedule time for my friends and I had to schedule time for my husband. My husband is the most important person in my life, the most important person in my life, and that should just. And I had this like feeling that I had to just feel like it was just everything. I should drop everything because he is the most important person in my life. Okay. But let's go back to setting your day up for success, right? If I drop everything all the time, I'm not going to have a business, right? So what we had to do is say, okay, what kind, What time can we fully commit to, commit to each other every single week? What time are we heads down? This is our time, not interruptible. And that's what we decided on. And that's perfect for us because we know that, you know, regardless of what happens during the week, he works a really stressful, high profile job as well. So like between the two of us during the week, we are just like on. We're on. Like don't like during the day with my office shut. Do not come in and interrupt me. Don't try to have a conversation with me. It's not gonna happen. I am knees deep in whatever I'm doing. Okay. So the, that is that is non-negotiable time. The other thing that is non negotiable for me is my lashes. So, don't ever, my team knows, do not try to book an appointment for me over my, over my lash pills because that's not going to happen. That's non negotiable. So, those are my non negotiable times, you guys. You, got, you all got to have those non negotiable things. Or, you know, women, it's our beauty. Like I am all, I'm into beauty. I'm like, don't mess with my lashes. Don't mess with my Botox and don't mess with my esthetician. Okay. Those are the three things do not mess with. Okay. So like, I'm just laughing, but it's, it's so true. And I, and I'm okay with that. I'm hundred percent. Okay. With knowing that those are the things that I need. If I don't have those things, you guys, I am not going to be here for my clients. I'm not going to be here for you guys. I'm not going to be here for me. I'm not going to be here for my team. Like I got to have those things in my life. And so without, but those things are very, those things are very expensive. Having all those little extra things are very expensive. So i got to have a lot of time to make money, you guys. Okay, let's go back to this.
2: I'm okay. only laughing because I have my three things that are equally ridiculous. And it makes yeah. me better that, that mine are not so far off the cuff as I thought they were.
1: Yay, yeah. good. Yep. <laughs> mine, are, mine is all beauty. Skincare, skincare, and eyelashes. Here we go. Okay, so... After I go in every week and I plug in my personal time and my non-negotiable times, like don't don't touch me on these days, right? Then I go in and I say, okay, the second thing I need to do is now I need to allocate like if I have like, so I I have a team, right? So I got to allocate my team. So every day we have a huddle from 8 to 8.15, a mandatory huddle. And obviously I need to move this because that's not going to work right now. Um, and then we have a weekly meet, team meeting on, fri- on Fridays, which is an hour and a half. So we have 15 minutes a day, plus an hour and a half meeting on Fridays. Those are also, you know, those were things that I have to be there because I got to be there for my team, right? If, I'm, if I don't have this time for my team, my team has no idea what's going on. Like this is just our time to communicate so we can all be on the same page. So again, not, those are non-negotiables. Then I also have for my my EXP organization, I have a biweekly boot camp. So every two weeks I host a boot camp and we do some deep diving on whatever they're looking into. And so, again, that's on my calendar. These are like things that can't be moved. Things that are there because I, I'm accountable to other people for them. OK, um, I put in time, as you notice, to check my email. How many of you schedule time to check your email? One person. One hand is raised. Okay, this is a big thing. I had to learn this, and this was really, really, really hard for me because I'm like, okay, I gotta get back to someone right away because we all think that real estate is 911. There's so a fire is gonna have the house is gonna burn down. If you don't respond to that email right now. Other agents, you guys, we do it to each other all the time. I literally called every single agent that I have, I have five deals in contract right now. I called every single agent before I left vacation that I am on vacation. What do you need from me? If, if you don't have anything, anything from me today and I can't help you before I leave, you can reach out to when I gave them their backup contacts. How many of those agents have actually texted me while I'm here needing something right now? You guys, we do it to each other. So you have to set aside, you have to set aside time for yourself to get in your own mentality that it is okay to check your email once a day or twice a day. Believe me, I have other people monitoring my email. I have 2 other people on my team who monitor my email. So if there is something that needs to be resolved right away, I know. But I do not check my email. I do not respond to email except for at least once a day from 5 to 5.30. Unless it's a 911. Sometimes I'll have a little, sometimes I'll have a morning time in there. Like if I have a few deals in contract, I'll go through, like, I want to kind of see what's going on, but I put in time to check my email. So block your personal time, your non-negotiable time, block time to check your email, block any non-negotiable like team meetings. Those are the things.
2: Do you take your email app off of your phone? Because I used to have time blocked into my calendar, but now Mm -hmm. I just like flexibly take my phone out of my pocket so often and with like since I have a driver that kind of helps if I was driving myself I needed scheduled time but now I have downtime in between appointments while my driver is driving me
1: if that works for you great I do have my email app on my phone I, I open it occasionally but I mean even if I open it and read it on my phone I don't I don't respond to it because I don't want to put out there I don't want to teach people that I'm just going to respond to you at a drop of the dime
2: I see. Makes sense. Linnea, do you have an autoresponder that goes out to people to let them know, hey, by the way, I, I only check email between 5 and 5.30 every day. I will get mm-hmm. back to you, but mm-hmm. not right away. I do. Yep. Okay.
1: Yep, and then my my team also knows that they're to be monitoring emails. So I actually have like I actually went in and created an SOP for them so they know like how to how to monitor my emails, what they should be doing, what like like at first it's really hard for them because they were like I don't want to like read your email I want you to read my email like if there's something if there's something personal in there it won't be going to one of these email addresses okay (laughs) if it's a super personal email it'll be going to something else. But there's two people that monitor my email, so if there is something that's super important, they'll let me know. And it's still a work in progress, like training them to to know what's super important, right? Like it's it's always gonna be a work in progress. But the more I let go of that, the better I feel. God, this was hard. Getting letting go of my email was the hardest thing I had to do. But it's like you guys, we could be bogged down in email all day, every day. How many emails do we like subscribe for? Like, how many? How many like junk subscriptions do? you... I mean, I just I just looked at Sisu the other day, and all of a sudden, I have like five thousand emails coming from Sisu. Like, if I literally like look, if I literally like check my email all day, that's literally what I'd be doing. It's just like checking notifications on Facebook. Like, I have time skills for that too. Okay, SOP is standard operating procedure, so it's basically like how you do something. Like, how do you do something like you guys record everything you do? Because if you're ever wanting to build a team, ever want to bring on an assistant, ever want to bring on a VA, take it from me. Okay. I did it the wrong way. (laughs) I did not do it the right way. I was like, let me just go ahead and take time to teach you. Once I let me hire somebody, not train them, not do everything, and let me just teach you as we go. And that was not the right way. So, As you're doing it, if you don't have people you're bringing on now, just record everything you're doing. It. Okay, but that's a completely side hustle. Let's go back. Let's go back to my calendar. That's where we're here. Okay, so here we go. So we talked about um, scheduling in those non-negotiables. So there's a couple other things. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna sh- now these are things that like I'm going to go in and check in my marketing activity. I have three hours a week that I'm doing marketing activity. Okay, marketing activity is going to vary. Like it depends. Like right now I'm putting together a new brand package, right? So I'm working on that. Um, it's going to really vary on what it is, but I know that I have three hours a week to work on marketing activity. So if someone asked me on the last call, how do you how do you decide when to implement all these things? I, like I just told you, I only have three hours a week. So if I have three hours a week to work on marketing activity. Do you think that I'm spending a half an hour of that three hours a week trying to figure out what I'm going to work on? No, I do not. I do not. I know exactly during the week what I'm going to be working on. And I do that based off of my goals, based off of my 12-week goals, right? So I do the 12-week year. So I do that based off of my 12-week year. I know exactly what I'm going to be working on during that, that three hours. I don't sit there getting my head, letting my head get in the freaking swirl, I can go down a rabbit hole really easily. I say, I save like Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings for going down a rabbit hole if I really want to go down a rabbit hole, but I don't do that during the week. Okay. We are, is everyone tracking on this? Are we good? We good? Are Are you all learning something, getting something from this? Okay. So let's go back. Yeah, I'll answer some questions here in just a minute. Okay. So here we go back to my calendar here. Okay. So now you can see, Look at all this time that I have. All this time that I have. I have all of this additional time here to schedule in money-making activity. Now you can see that I have color codes here, right? So essentially, green is money-making activity. So if I'm only giving myself four and a half hours a week of money-making activity, do y'all think that right now I'm setting myself up for success? Mm Right? Right?
2: we got some showings yeah. to do.
1: Yeah. How many of how you have ever looked at your calendar like that, though? How many of you have ever looked at your calendar a week ahead at a glance and said, hey, this is all the time that I'm scheduling. How much time am I actually putting into, like, making money? Okay. Money-making activities. What are those? What are money-making activities? Hey, Linnea, can you put that back up where we see your screen of your categories? Mm-hmm. I will just second. I will after we get some ideas of what money making activities are. We'll absolutely do lead generation. Lead generation. Yep. Anything
2: else?
1: DMA drop offs.
2: Customer mm-hmm. calls. Uh, past clients calling them and gifts or pub, like I don't know how you do it, but pub buys or something that I need to plan that kind of thing mm-hmm. and hey
1: you, may, you consider planning money-making activity yeah. or do you consider actually doing the money? No, doing, activity? actually doing, like following yeah. up with them. Yeah, I no. would not consider planning money-making activity, you guys. No, following up with them whether they received
2: something or whatever mm-hmm. I mean.
1: Door knocking, door like, knocking, follow mm-hmm. video tips. prospecting, video texting, prospecting. prospecting, 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 money-making activity. So that is literally with. <laughs> Wendy, were you coming off mute for a reason? She did and she she went away.
2: <laughs> I just want to say that gift Popeyes are not a money-making activity unless you're actually asking for the business when you drop off the gift.
1: I was just getting there, thank you. Yeah, you guys, CMA drop-offs, those were great. They're great, but is that money-making activity unless you're actually talking to the person and getting them to give you more information? No, money-making activity is connecting with people. That is a money-making activity. That is a lead activity, okay? Following up with people, yes. Nurturing people, going through your database, understanding who you're gonna call, like, and calling them, not understanding, that's the planning piece, but who you're gonna call. That is your money-making activity. So when you go back, Into your calendar, and you look at it, you have to look ahead and say, Okay, I have marketing activity planned. Great. That is about right for me. That's pretty much all I need. If I have heads down and I have good planning in here, um, although I don't know why I colored this one green, that's weird. We'll have to go over those categories in a second here. Um, But you guys can see, like, I have three hours a week to plan. I've got you know some business strategies orange hairs business strategy that's why i'm understanding the market statistics so you all you, if you were on my call last week you understand that i track numbers week over week this is the time that i do it i am, i dig into my market every single week from one to three on monday that is so i understand what is happening in my market so that way i can set myself up for success when i'm going to talk to people throughout the week when i'm writing my video scripts which is during marketing activity that's why i write my video scripts during marketing activity is when i record my videos I don't record my videos at a random 9 a.m. on a Thursday morning. That's not how it works. This all this time that's open here, this is time that I'm now going to go in and allocate who I'm calling. Cause I know that I need to do some money making activities. So this is the time that I'm going to go in and allocate when actually sorry, when I'm going to be calling. The who comes on Sundays. So Sundays from 2:30 to 4 is when I plan my week. And my team will often see calendar reminders come through or calendar changes come through on Sundays, and they'll see like meetings being canceled, meetings being moved, meetings being rescheduled, and that's because I'm planning my week. Not in some of these things, even though like you see this role play and script practice, this is a meeting that some get, that gets moved. It needs to happen every week, but sometimes it gets moved, and sometimes honestly, my lunch has to get moved because I have something else that comes up but they're always there. They're always there. So sometimes the times get moved, but this, this actual slot, like the actual activity is uh, never gets, never gets taken off my calendar.
2: Hey, Linnea, what do you do when you have a client that's like a buyer and their schedule just doesn't jive with your block? Will you rearrange, you know, your non-negotiables in order to accommodate a buyer at the right price point? Or do you just let buyers go if it doesn't fit?
1: Uh, it depends. Uh, I will not negotiate my Sunday mornings and I will not negotiate my Sunday, my Saturday evenings. Okay. Those are the times I will not negotiate. Those times are non-negotiable. I will also not negotiate my three things, right? My three beauty things. I will not negotiate those things, but other times, yes, I will. If I have to move things around for the right price point, I will, or I'll just out or just delegate that, that client to another person who has a little gotcha. bit more availability. So... Um, but I will, I will um, move things around for the right price point. Uh, but with the exception of those items. So, so every Sunday, I'll come through and take a look. And now I'm going to go and I'm going to actually allocate time. So here I have CMAs. I do CMAs once a week. I know that um, those taking about an hour to do it. Uh, so I have, I'll do CMAs once a week. Uh, and those are just like people that are coming through street tags or coming through whatever. Um, if I have like a listing presentation or a listing appointment, I will have that on here. Um, and then you guys, I also always have for all of my appointments and all of my calls, all of my call schedule time, I have 15 minutes before and 15 minutes afterward blocked. Because inevitably, because I have a calendar link and people want to put time on my calendar, inevitably, someone will always want to come in and schedule a meeting right after I have done lead generation. And my brain can't shift that fast. It doesn't. I mean, believe it or not, it doesn't. I know that I got a lot going on up here, but I actually need time to set and like like, like kind of like set myself up to put a next hat that I have to wear. Because we wear different hats in this business, right? You can't like put different hats on without actually preparing yourself to put it on. Okay. So Bilia, um, let me show you. Let me go over the categories here. So I have personal time. I have team meetings and office time. I have client meetings, which right here... I don't know why it says zero hours because I actually have uh, 4 hours on Saturday. That's weird. Uh, but coaching calls. So these are calls you can... As you guys notice, like I don't have my, my calendar full of calls. It's just not going to work for me. just <laughs> and that that was one of the very first things I also had to do. It was before the email. I had to learn that I don't have to be on every single coaching call. I mean, I can. I mean, I have a few different coaching groups that I'm in, and if I were on every single one of those calls, guess what? I would have no time for money making activity. None. None. So I just I had to go through and cut a lot of calls off my calendar. So like a lot of times I won't accept them, or a lot of times if they are there I'll just cancel myself off of them. Unless it's something that I'm hosting, uh, I don't prioritize a coaching call. Uh, Unless it's a unless I am working with a one-on-one coach and that's like our allotted time, um, then that's a different story. But like if I'm in like group coaching and I have a lot of calls every week, I mean I'll just schedule time to watch the replay before I'll. You know, make that my priority. Because honestly, what was happening was I would have like Monday through Monday through Thursday, I used to have from 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. blocked with calls. It was ridiculous. I was like, there's literally no way. I can't do this. I was just like... And, I, and they're not calls that I was actually taking action from. Like masterminds are awesome. I love them. But I like to have one or two a week, right? I don't need to have a mastermind every single day. I don't need to have that every day. Like one or two a week was great for me. Right now, it's about one a week. Um, Unless you know I get asked to host a call or something, then it's a little bit of a different story because I love doing that. So I also like to do the things that I love to do. Right. So that those were those were kind of the changes that I had to make on my calendar: is getting rid of checking email every five minutes (laughs) and uh, getting rid of all the coaching calls. Um, okay, there's a few questions here. What time? We? Oh, we're almost there. Wow. Okay, what do you use Calendly for? So, who is scheduling time in and Calendly's? Okay. No, Corey. I have time on my calendar for I host a prospecting power hour twice a week, so I have people who register for that. Um, I have my boot camp that my that my agents register for. I have time time allotted for, on my calendar that's specifically saved just for my agents. So if like an agent in my ESP organization wants some one on one time or a deep dive, they have a, a special link they can use. So I use it for that. Um, I do use it for clients to show schedule showings or to do listing appointments. Um, I have people if they want me to host co-host a podcast, I just send them my calendar link and they can go ahead and schedule a podcast interview on there. Um so I just I had to lot like the time that people were asking me on my cal for on my calendar, I had to kind of categorize those. So I think there's about eight different categories on my calendar um or on my Calendly that people use it for. But pretty much everything because like I I couldn't um I couldn't I, I just couldn't because I was, I didn't have any like sort of structure to my calendar at first, but I had to go through and actually like set aside time because I could literally be on calls all day, every day. Like I'm not trying to like say, everyone wants to talk to me, but literally people want to talk to me all the time. <laughs> so, so like I had to like, I had a lot of time for that because it wasn't leaving any time for myself or any time to build my business. And I actually saw a big, a big shift in my business when I, when I first started just letting people dive into my calendar, whenever they wanted to, I just, I didn't have a lot of time for myself. And I need to. I need to have money making activity. Um, when do you do the twelve week year? What do you mean? I do it every every twelve weeks, Galen. Do you want to expand on that? But when motion?
2: do you block it out on a Sunday afternoon or what?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do Sunday afternoon. So Sunday afternoon is when I do all of my planning. Uh, once a month, you guys and I. This is like, you just looked at one week of my calendar, but once a month, I'm doing. Um, my my following monthly plans. So my following month, I'll like so I'll do once a month. I'll review what I what I accomplished over the last month, how close I got to my milestones for my goals. We're gonna do a goal setting workshop in July, so I can show you this. Like we'll go a little bit more deep on this. But like I once a month is when I look at like what I've done and then what I'm doing. Right. I also look at my budget once a month. Uh, I, I review my business once a month. So once a month, I have a two and a half hour block to just review my business. And I put that on my calendar up front. So when I'm doing my full monthly plan, I make sure that's blocked out of my calendar. And that becomes another non-negotiable for me. So I don't take time to do that. I'm just running around doing nothing. Um, And how am I keeping track of my 12-week year market tactics so you stay on track? You mean like, it's like as far as like the tracker that I'm using or... Yeah. So basically, okay, I set my 12-week year... Mm-hmm. Four weeks ago. Now I, it's time for me to, it, my time is blocked to work on that 12 week year activities. But God, that was four weeks ago. I don't remember what I was supposed to do or where I'm at. How do you yeah. keep track of that? So I have, I have. I have, a, I have a planner. I'm a planner. Yeah. No surprise. Um, and then, uh, so I, I look at the 12 weeks. I know these are, the, these are the, like three major milestones I want to accomplish in 12 weeks, right? And sometimes they're like, you know, get like for if I were Hunter, I'd probably set a 12 week year plan to get buyers for 11 of my listings, right? And so then I know if my goal is to get buyers for 11 of my listings, these are the things that I have to do to get buyers for the 11 of my listings. And I, I, I mark, I track those down. So once a month, I'm going through and I'm tracking what I did and then what I'm going to do for the next four weeks and making the adjustments. And that's usually a Sunday afternoon. Does that answer your question? Okay. Um, Is 12 Week Year a book? Yes, it is a book. It's a whole program too, 12 Week Year. It's a pretty good one. Um, okay. Email can consume me. It's scheduled. Okay. So there we go. Do you have any other questions in here? Travel time to Yes. I definitely add travel time to my appointments, gym, beauty appointments. Absolutely. Uh, you'll see like on my, on my schedule for like my gym, here's a prime example, just as I know it's here. Um, Carol's asking, do I have travel time locked in? Yeah. It looked like you had travel time, like for, or er, gym time for an hour, mm-hmm. which you know, you go in and you're, you're working out, you typically do a 40 minute workout at least. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to travel to and from Mm -hmm. depending on where your gym is. Yep. So that's where, that's where this time right here comes in. So I don't have it blocked on here, but you could, if you know it's going to take you all longer, my gym is like five minutes away from my house. So like you could, and yes, I do do it for like, if I have listing appointments or I have like fire appointments or I have like, you know, I do I do have travel time blocked in there because it, uh, that that was something that people were doing was putting time and scheduling up until the time I had started my listing appointment. I'm like, no, 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 no. And actually before listing appointments, I I actually block about an hour and a half before that because I prep for my listing, right? I reset, I'm re- re-re- I'm re-reading my script, I'm redoing my script, I'm role-playing my script, I'm practicing my script and doing all that. So it's usually an hour and a half before listing appointments. And, you know, it depends on... um um um, it depends on, um, like what kind of listening appointment is sometimes, like if I have a listening appointment, I try to only do my listening appointments between two and six in the afternoons. Those are my times that I normally do it. Um, I don't, I don't like to have listening appointments in the morning. I prefer them in the afternoon. Um, and so usually like, it depends on what kind of listening appointment it is, where the client's from, I might black out the entire morning, like, and not take any calls or anything. Cause I got to get my head in the right mind mindset. So it just really depends um, what activities do I do under marketing activities? I write scripts. I write content. I record videos. I record... I, re- I do the mar- marketing stuff. <laughs> like work on PDFs, work on one-pagers, decide what ad campaigns I'm going to do. Um, marketing. Marketing. Um, and where would learning systems be? I would probably consider that marketing. Because you, I mean, if you're learning a system to be how to, to know how to be a better marketer, like I would do that under marketing. If you're trying to learn KD Core, I would do that probably under marketing. You guys, uh, systems and stuff are super, super important, but you should not be allocating all of your time to that. You shouldn't be doing that, or else you're not going to make any money. Like, are you in this business to make money? Are you in this business to learn systems? I'm just gonna. I'm just putting that out there. Like, like it shouldn't be the number one priority. It's important. Yes, it is important. And it needs to be done. But you just need to allocate your time into that, right? Your number one priority should be prospecting. You should never, ever, ever forget prospecting. That should be your number one thing. Whether you don't want to pick up... Whether you pick up the phone, text, email, whatever... Whatever, I don't care. That's your number one thing. If you're doing one thing every single day, it should be prospecting. When you're doing your daily accountability and you're looking at your daily shit and committing to what you're gonna do, it should be prospecting. If you're not not prospecting, you're not making money. Like content is cool. Believe me, I love content. That is my favorite thing to do. Oh, believe me. But that is not my number one priority. Uh, Isabel. Yes, I just wanted to ask you, how many hours do you devote for marketing activities a week? Three. Okay. All right. I get everything done that I need to get done that week in three hours. But that is also why I'm super clear about the time that I'm setting aside to plan, right? Because if I try to implement everything, you guys, it is really easy to implement everything. (laughs) It's really easy to think that you have to implement everything. And like I said, we'll go over, I'll do like a quick like goal setting, like how to actually like Set a goal and how to like plan something. um, um, In a later call, but like you got to plan. So during your marketing activity, which is also where I have script practicing because Mari is asking that right now. um, You know, again, I'm planning for what I'm doing during that time. So you got to have enough time set aside for planning. However long it takes you, you got to plan. I have, a, I have a week ahead planning on Sundays and then one hour every week or sorry, a two hour block every week for like the month ahead planning or the two hour block every month for month ahead planning. So, Veronica. I was just going to ask. So on Sunday you block or you go through your calendar and you block off all those times but do you also like make a list for what you're going to do that time? Because like, say your hour comes, you're not like you were saying, you're not going to waste half an hour of it, figuring out what you're going to do in that time. Is there a separate list that goes with the block? It usually just goes in the calendar reminder. So when I'm going and I'm looking at my calendar, like for example, I don't have it done for January, obviously, because... Um, I haven't really, I haven't fully planned January yet. But what I'll do is if I'm going ahead here and I say marketing activity, I'll I'll go on here, I'll be like, okay, and I'll edit it and I'll say, so today I'm gonna work on my brand story, brand story, signature service package. So I know what that has to be. So if I say this is my signature service package and my brand story, oh my gosh, I can't type because I'm obviously on a call. So that's what I'll do. Every for every one of them. And if I think brand story is going to take me the full hour, okay, then maybe I won't plan two things to work on that week or that day. If I know that, you know, I'm going to be shooting content, I might be like, okay, just it's YouTube video content today. This is also like if I don't have scripts written for YouTube videos, then that's when I'll do (laughs) that's when I do my YouTube scripting. So I, yes, I plan it out. I plan it out. And usually, like, if I come when it comes to content creation, Okay. We're like way over time. Sorry, you guys. When it comes to content creation, I will have like one of my marketing hours. One of my marketing activity hours be just for content creation. But I also remember have 2 hours a month where I'm planning all of my content. So I know when I'm planning or when when I'm doing my content creation, I already have the plan for what I need to be producing that month. It's not just a off, not just an off the cuff, unless it's a last minute reel. Because I do like to scroll Instagram reels and just find what's trending and make a trending make a trending reel. Right, that's a different story. But for like my YouTube videos, those are planned, and like the the repurposed videos that are coming from those, those are planned. The lead magnets coming from those YouTube videos that are planned. And the, what I'm doing is I'm spending time creating the content. And also, you guys, I have 2 people on my team. So if you, need more, if you don't have an assistant and you don't have a team, like you might not be able to only get away with 3 hours of marketing activity a week. You have to remember that. I have 2 people that help me. So I, I need 1 hour of content creation and they do everything else. They do the execution. They do the delivery. They, do the, they put it out there. They're the ones doing the creation of the lead magnets. So there we go. Debbie.
2: Yeah, well,
1: Good morning and thank you for that um, one thing that we haven't touched on is vacation I see that you're on vacation but how do we plan in how do you plan your vacation um, so I know um, for 2023 I know exactly when I'm taking vacation I'm taking vacation in April I'm taking vacation in June I'm taking vacation in November those are on my calendar they're already planned. I also will go in if I have a if I have an event or a conference, I'll go in and plan those in advance. Like you don't, like I literally look at everything on a year up. That's how I start. I start with looking at the year and I say, okay, I'll go in and I'll block those times on my calendar for the year. And then um I know, like when it comes down to like conferences and stuff, like those sometimes are, you know, variables. I might decide at the last minute to go to a conference, but I'll have it, I have it in my budget. This is go back to business planning, goes back to. Having a budget and understanding how much money I want to actually spend on conferences, and that'll help me allocate which conferences I want to go to. Right. So, but I plan vacation. Vacation is just like my skincare. <laughs> like, don't mess. Don't mess with my vacation time, people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, okay. So, um, Galen, I'll ask Galen's question, and then we're going to go so I can go back to. I have a wedding to go to today. So, I got to go get ready for that. Um, how much time do I commit to prospecting? Mine is no less than two hours a day. Okay. But if you don't have business, you guys, I don't know if two hours a day is enough. If you need business, you need to be, you need to be prospecting four hours a day. I would say that's minimum. If you need business, you should be figuring out how you can call a hundred people a day. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. I would say if you don't have business, like you should really be shooting for 100 calls a day. And maybe not all, maybe not all, like just manual dialing. You should get a mojo dialer. There's a whole bunch of other things we can talk about when it comes to that kind of thing. But you need to figure out like how you can be, be calling for four hours a day and trying to hit 100 people a day. Like if you don't have business, that'll greatly improve your business. Okay. Um, I will answer the last question to Michael and Jacqueline in the Facebook group about what prospecting I do. And uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to uh, go take a shower because I stink because I left the gym just now. And then I'm going to get ready for this wedding. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Thanks you for being here today.